Hey friends, welcome to Tuesday, January the 25th, and today's episode of Enough for Today. My guest is Morris Gleiser. Good to be back. Yes, brother. thanks for hanging Great with me. Great to be me. here with you. Thanks for joining us this week. Thank you for ministering to our church family. Um, and we are in Psalm 135. It's actually and just 35. I'm sorry, 35. We were just talking about a psalm in the 100s. <laughs> yeah. And uh, thanks for correcting me. Psalm 35, join us there. We read yesterday verses 1 um, through 8. And we're going to talk right now about verses 7 and 8. And we laid the foundation last week that this is a prayer of David, most likely when he's running from Saul. Uh, what he has in his corner is the promises of God. God has promised to protect and preserve and establish David's throne. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that sense, in the big picture, David knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's important as we study what we call imprecatory psalms, where David's praying this mm-hmm. vengeful vengeance, you know, this, mm-hmm. this wrath coming upon his enemies. We set up last week that his first prayer was plead my cause. God convinced my enemies. Uh, but now what David is really praying is that God would win. Um, against those that are unrepentant. And so, mm-hmm. Morris, I want you to uh, share some thoughts with us on verses 7 and 8. For without cause, David's describing to God. I said last week, we get to drop in on David's devotional life. Right. When right. David experienced injustice, what did he do? He went to God, and he complained to God about it. And he laid it out to God. Um, and I think that's such a powerful practice. For without cause, they have hid from me their net in a pit, which without cause they have digged for my soul. So David's not saying he's perfect, Mm. but he's saying in the, in regard to this situation, he's innocent. Sure. Um, and, and then he says, let destruction come upon him, this enemy at unawares, God catch him by surprise. Let his net, let the trap that he's hid for me, let, let him be caught in it. Well, Pastor Kerry, a couple of things come to my mind very quickly is that in verse 7, he mentions, he makes a statement for without cause, without cause. He mentions it twice. It's as if he's underscoring the fact that they're attacking me and there's really no reason for this. I am under attack. And it's like he's saying, God, I've got to really underscore this and highlight it. There's no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not perfect as you just clearly put it, but These attackers are coming after me, hiding their net in the pit. Now, I would assume your listeners are thinking, well, no one's digging a hole for me and and got a a pit for me. But there are attacks at all of us. We all have enemies. Sometimes the enemy, I think, is within the our own emotions Mm -hmm. get the best of us many times. And and they they they. uh, cause us to go down trails of thought that are not beneficial, that are not biblical in thought. And it's, and in a real sense, the application can be made, Lord, this enemy that I'm fighting all the time, my flesh, my unredeemed flesh, and Satan is always laying traps for me to get me to fall. And Lord, let me see your attack on them. Secondly, I think about where in, in the New Testament where the Lord said, vengeance Paul referenced vengeance is the Lord's he will repay Um, I'm sure you've already spent time in Psalm 23 in your study of the Psalms Psalm 23 the Mount Everest of of the Psalms Mm -hmm. here you could spend forever trying to go through it in the middle of that beautiful Psalm Psalm 23 David says you set a table before me in the presence of mine enemies Mm -hmm. he was saying 
you've vindicated me in front of these people who have who've gone after me. You've shown them that your favor is upon me. I think here in verses seven and eight, David is saying the same thing. The psalmist is simply saying, uh, Lord, do it again. Mm-hmm. Do again. Vindicate me in the presence of my enemies because, as you said, I'm not perfect. But, Lord, there's no reason this cause of their, their attack on me. Sometimes this could be an actual person mm-hmm. in our lives today. And then sometimes, as I said, it can just be our own enemies on the inside of us that mm-hmm. attack us. And we, it's okay to pray and say, God, make it stop. Make, make these attacks be over with and give, you know, let them fall in their own entrapments. And the timing is in God's hands. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and one of the things I'm taking away here, and I'm hearing even as you're sharing, um, D- David is essentially declaring that God, this is in God's hands. Uh, he, by default, he's saying, God, you are you you exact vengeance. I won't. Yeah. I'm not going to try to. I'm not going to pursue the resolution of this. You have to do this. Mm-hmm. In some sense, it's because David felt probably insufficient as a victim. Sure. Uh, as as a weak you know runner, um, but I think in a bigger uh, and wiser sense, David is refusing to get drawn into mm. the drama, That's good. the emotion of the injustice. And the reason I say that is there's two things that come to my mind. The first is lots of our listeners have, at some point in their lives, all of us have become the recipients of some form of injustice. Somebody's lied against us. Sure. Oh, yeah. Somebody's. Uh, we live in a in a dog eat dog backstabbing world. Yeah. Some some viewer at work today is yeah. going to experience this kind of situation. Good point. They're going to be immediately tempted to be drawn into the emotion. Good point. And to take matters into their own hands. And and I think the psalm is challenging us. No, put it in God's hands. Mm-hmm. Let God, uh, let God be your your vindicator. Mm-hmm. But this is even bigger and uh, more beautiful to me. And that is. Um, we live in a world that sees the injustice all around. I mean, justice is a big theme today. Oh, it's time. it's in the mainstream narrative. Big time injustice, and and by the way, the the modern narrative is that the the enemy is you and me, like middle aged white guys. Yeah, you know, just by virtue of our birth. Yeah, and our existence on planet right. Earth, yeah. we are the the oppressors, right? Sure. But the fact is. Um, even as Christians, we're oppressed. We receive slander and injustice. Mm-hmm. So the modern narrative is there's injustice. We are surrounded by injustice, but the world has no way of resolving it. Mm-hmm. Everybody's boiling up about injustice, but nobody has a solution. Mm-hmm. And David did. And David Absolutely. pointed us to the solution. He sure did. <laughs> because God is the solution. God is the vindicator. He's the executor of justice. And that's what the gospel is all about. Jesus. Amen came to bear our justice he didn't he will come one day one day executing justice Mm -hmm. but in the first position he came to absorb the justice i deserve Mm. now that's mind-blowing that is mind-blowing okay because in a day when uh, the average viewer or listener might be thinking how do i get justice on my side we i say this at church a lot Everybody wants justice on everybody else, but nobody wants to face their own justice, like the justice we deserve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jesus faced it for us. Wow. So um, my challenge from Very this true. is, is uh, don't, don't get drawn in, 
to the trap of the drama. Good point. Of the injustice. Pass it back off to the Lord. Say, Lord, it's in. he's in your hands. These enemies are in your hands. It's beyond me. I don't have the ability to solve it. God, you take care of these problems. And that's a great way to live. Not to it's try free, to It's it. liberating. It's liberating. You can live your life. You're not all caught up in the drama. Right, right. And it's, it's unnatural. And I use that word on purpose because in our natural flesh, we want to take revenge. It's like the old games we played as a kid. that hit last game. You hit me, I hit you back, hit me, you know, back and forth. It's great just to say, he hit me. Lord, take care of him. Game over. Game over. And, and you're free to live. That's a great way to live. Well, tomorrow I want to ask you, um, have you ever been, been the recipient? You don't have to go into details, but be thinking about, have you ever been the recipient of injustice in your life? Mm. And if so, how did you respond? How did God intervene? How did it get resolved? If it has, how did it get resolved? Mm. At least for you to be able to move forward. So mm. with that, my friends, um, I'm going to cue this, this, uh, this conclusion and I want to thank you. Thank you, Morris, for being yes, our guest today. Hey, whatever drama you're getting drawn into, don't step in that net. It's, it is a trap itself. Right. Trust that God not only bore your justice, but he's going to one day execute final justice. Until then, plead uh, for your enemies. Plead for justice. Plead for the gospel. Hey, happy Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow.